To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Well, you're back here for another edition of Financially Fit, the podcast with Kyle Hammerschmidt, President and Investment Advisor Representative at Mocan Financial. That's M-O-K-A-N Financial. Find them online at mocanfinancial.com. That's mocanfinancial.com. And as always, we're talking about the world of investing, finance, and retirement with Kyle. He's been helping families in the area for many years. He serves the uh, Kansas City and Wichita areas. So reach out to him. Give him a jingle if you've got some questions or concerns. You can call him at 913-257-3991. That's 913-257-3991. Kyle, how are you this week? I'm doing just great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good hanging in there. How's that little one doing? She's keeping me busy. She's two weeks old. I mean, two weeks, two months. Got all of her first shots. <laughs> nice. And uh, she's growing faster than I thought she would. They so. do, man. <laughs> they really do. They, they go pretty quick. So enjoy the time while you got it. And uh, yeah, they will definitely keep you busy. Well, they'll keep you busy always, but definitely at that age. So, well, I'm good. I'm glad to hear she's doing well and, uh, and like to continue to check on her from time to time when we do these podcasts. So let's jump into the topic. Let's talk fake news because, man, you know, this term whatever you want to call it, this thing has become, obviously it's synonymous with the political landscape, right? But it's really permeated our social consciousness now. You can apply it to everything. Like if you're a big sports fan, you know, for example, somebody might say, oh yeah, my team is this team and they're going to go to the Super Bowl this year and somebody go, fake news, they suck, you know, (laughs) whatever, right? (laughs) So people apply it to just about anything. So let's take this phenomenon of fake news and see if we can kind of roll it into the financial space. I've got some headlines here for you, Kyle, and let's see if we think they could be labeled as possibly quote unquote fake news or if they've got, you know, they've got some validity to them maybe. So let's start out with a hugely popular one, one we've been hearing for a while, and that is Social Security going broke. If you're thinking about this like in a reading a paper, like a big headline, it would be Social Security going broke. What do you think? Is this the real deal or is this some fake news? Well, there's no doubt that in my mind, obviously, Social Security is facing some funding challenges. Sure. But it's in my opinion, an immediate or it's not immediately, and it's not you know filing for bankruptcy. For anybody who doesn't know, benefits are basically paid through payroll taxes and collected from current workers and the employers, and that operates right now with a surplus of about two point eight trillion. The fact is, the Social Security actually releases like an update, you know, every year, and it's basically saying that it's going to run out of cash reserves by twenty thirty four, and if no changes are made they'll be able to basically pay about 79% of the promised benefits until 2090. Right. But, you know, the whole fear factor of Social Security going broke, especially for like a baby boomer, it's, you know, I wouldn't necessarily be worrying, you know, worrying about it. But, you know, some people that are in their 20s, 30s and 40s today were – they're going to be affected by any type of change that does happen. Yeah, you know, and I definitely agree with you here, Kyle, because I don't know. We can get on our soapbox. We can get off topic here for a second. But, hey, it's our podcast. We can do what we want, right? (laughs) So, you know, but when you're talking about this for a second, it seems to me like it's so much easier to fix in a way than they want to make it out to be. Now, this is just my opinion, but... 
if you think about it, okay, well, they put it in place. You had to be 65 to get Social Security. The average lifespan wasn't even 65. It was like 63 or something. But let's just, even at that, let's just say it was still 65 to turn it on. It seems like, and I've heard different studies, and I'm sure you have too, but just moving it back a few years would fund it for a long time, they say. You know, maybe just doing away with the early 62 and just making it 65 is as soon as you can turn it on. You get Medicare at the same time. Bada bing, bang, boom. It seems like you're done. A pretty easy fix. And especially with our life expectancies being so much longer, it makes you wonder if they know they could go ahead and get this done, but it's just a matter of the political poker chip of someone saying, I don't want to be the guy to stand up or girl to stand up and say, well, I'm pushing it back because of all the uproar. What do you think? Yep. I I totally agree. I mean, you just have to (laughs) kind of educate yourself on this and there's a lot of stuff floating around and just make sure that you kind of understand both sides and, look at the long-term picture of if something's going to happen, you know, why it could happen and the likelihood of it happening and who it's going to affect. Cause it seems to me like, you know, versus cutting the amount of money coming out, that that would be less of an uproar than pushing it back. Now to your point about folks that are already a certain age, why not simply say if you're under the age of 50, you know, this is the change it's going to make. You have to be 65 before you can turn it on. Well, that gives people who are turning 50 this year, 15 more years to plan. Right. I mean, it's not like it's, you know, your next week or next month or next year, but anybody over 50, just say, Hey, you're fine. You're good to go for the next. It'll be as is, you know? So I don't know. It seems like it's, going to be the hot potato issue and it's always going to be last minute hopefully it won't be a full-on fire you know a five alarm fire before they get around deciding to fix it but we'll see what happens all right so let's get back to our fake news uh, headlines here if they are or not how about this one this one always cracks me up the crash of the dollar is imminent you should buy gold now <laughs> yeah i mean i get this a lot just kind of speaking with people it's not their main concern but you know there's some factors that would have to come into play for it to happen mm-hmm it's in my opinion, it's, you know, it's very unlikely because if you look at the past, right, like history is an indicator of kind of how stuff happens in the future. And some countries that have power to make that happen are like China and Japan and other foreign dollar holders. And they don't want that to happen either because it's not in their best interest. Yeah. And, you know, this one always makes me giggle, too, because, you know, what are they asking for to buy gold with what? Dollars, so it must not be. There must be that worried about it. They want your dollars, <laughs> so it's kind of like you still want my dollars, but you want me to buy gold to hedge against the crash of the dollar. And I agree with you. I, I you know, I think our we're just too big, and I think the dollar is still too important for that to be an immediate concern. You know, and if you're really a doomsayer, you know, it's like, well, I want gold in case you know I have to use it to barter with. That just seems illogical to me too. It seems like you'd get farther with butter than you would with gold with people if we're in that kind of situation. So, I don't know. As an investment vehicle, it's not really done that well, has it overall? If you look at it over a 30-year average. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is if you're reading this and you're like, yes, 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 this is going to happen. How do I plan you to the best way to kind of plan for this is just to keep your assets liquid so you can make that shift if needed. Right. I mean, that's the rule. You know, you could look at all types of alternative investments and commodities or whatever. But the key is just maybe making sure some of those assets are liquid and you're not stuck to survive a dollar collapse if it ever were to happen. Yeah, no, that's probably a good point. Well, listen, I got time for one more here before we get to this week's email question as well. So the other big headline that we see all the time, and it's pretty much daily, is market crash coming soon. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to know, is it a real possibility? You know, no one has a crystal ball. I always tell people I joke about this, you know, when I'm doing a you know, a class in front of some prospects or something is if someone, you know, is, is saying this, you know, just 
run because no one has a crystal ball. What you need to understand that is a market crash is possible, but doesn't mean it's inevitable. Markets go up, markets go down, and you just need to kind of know your risk profile, your tolerance, you know, your time horizon, and just making sure that if something like this were to occur, how is it going to affect you? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no guarantee a storm is coming, but, you know, failure to take necessary precautions, you know, it's just like, you know, it can result in problems right. for, well, for an individual. So. And I think, I mean, historically, you know, the likelihood of corrections and downturns are, you know, are there. And, and there's, a, you know, there's a chance and there's you know, probably a good chance that one will happen at some point. But again, no one exactly knows when. And I think you get hung up on terminology, too, because some people, Kyle, will get confused by a pullback versus a correction versus a bear market versus mm-hmm. a crash, you know, and all these kinds of things. And I know there's some percentages that kind of factor into that. Maybe we'll do a podcast one day on, on just what those different ones actually mean and, and uh, educate folks that way as well. But I think the overall gist here is that you can't get wrapped up in the big headlines because they're there for a reason to garner attention, get ratings, sell newspapers, whatever the case might be. Really what it comes down to is having a conversation with your own advisor about your own situation and saying, hey, if you do feel personally that a crash is coming soon, well, then go in and talk to your advisor or talk to someone like Kyle and say, run a risk report for me. Let me know how at risk I am for this and what we can do to maybe take some off the table or be better protected or or whatever the situation looks like. So reach out to Kyle if you've got some questions at 913-257-3991. That's 913-257-3991. And don't forget to check him out online at mocanfinancial.com. And before we depart, a quick email question here, and it is from Georgia, and she's in Wichita. And Georgia says, Kyle, I'm doing really well on my 401k right now, but the IRA, not so much. Do I need to drop the advisor who manages that account and just do it myself? Well, first thought I have on this is, you know, what is the cost associated inside your employer plan versus, you know, maybe your advisor plan? Another thing to keep in mind is, are you contributing to your retirement plan at work? Are is your employer contributing? Because those obviously help inflate your growth. And again, lastly, just consult with your advisor on this and ask them, you know, to take a side by side comparison and you know why why am I doing better than you? An easy answer could be maybe you're set up to be more aggressive in times where the market's yeah. growing up and your advisor portfolios and you know set up more conservative. So I would definitely just take this up with the advisor before making any rash decisions. Yeah, I mean, it's a great point. It could just be as simple as how it's allocated, Georgia. So if you're frustrated and kind of going right to the thing of saying, you know, should I drop the advisor? Just, you know, have a conversation, get some things out there, state how you're feeling about it. And then if you'd like to get a second opinion on it, well, you know, Kyle does have an office up that way. So give him a jingle at this number. This is the Wichita number, 316-247-8914. That's 316-247-8914. 14. And as always, thanks for your time here. If you're joining us on the podcast, we appreciate you on Financially Fit. And Kyle, thanks for your time as well, buddy. I hope that you have a great week and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. We'll see you next time here on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith, President and Investment Advisor Representative at Mocan Financial. Find us online at mocanfinancial.com. That's mocanfinancial.com. We'll see you next time.
Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Mocan Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Kyle Hammerschmidt and guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it's suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered.